0: It's time for Dixie State University Athletics on KXDS Santa Clara, 91.3 The Blaze. DSU Athletics is brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. We hear you. And now it's time for DSU Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze.
1: Yeah, what's going on, Trailblazer Nation? Southern Utah, St. George. This is the Ken Garf, St. George Ford, Lincoln pregame Game Show. What's going on? Jacob Zimmerman here on one three? We got Trailblazer Athletics coming up in just a couple moments. It's 6 o'clock. That will be the tip in Las Cruces, New Mexico. That's where your lady trailblazers, the women's basketball team, on the road. Another whack matchup here on 91-3. Once again, this is the Kenner Garth St. George Ford Lincoln pregame show. Let's dive into this. Dixie State, 7-14 on the year 3-7 in the whack. That's the important record here. They're coming off a loss to Stephen F. Austin. Now, this wasn't just any loss that they took. I was in the Burns Arena. I was alongside Max Christensen. And uh, oof, this one played out very similar to the men's game, eighty-one fifty-four. Your final score from over the weekend. The Trailblazers trying to bounce back strong in this game. Well, kind of one statistic really jumps out from the box score, and it really tells it really tells what you would have saw if you were at the Burns Arena, especially in the second half watching that game. Twenty-nine turnovers, absolutely brutal. They put on the full-court press. Stephen F. Austin, they're the they're the Lumberjacks, but they're the Lady Jacks in women's college basketball. The Lady Jacks of Stephen F. Austin actually have the top spot in the WAC in women's basketball. So they're trying to respond well, but we've seen them kind of play some of these other teams in the WAC pretty close. They come off... Not their last game, but the game before that in the Burns. I didn't get to see this game, but I heard a lot of students on campus talking about it. This one went to overtime. Dixie State went on a monumental run in the fourth quarter, 25-9, to to force overtime and eventually took another heartbreaking loss to Sam Houston. So they've lost five out of their last six, but they did beat Chicago State. That's a bright spot there in that stretch. 82 points. They hung on the Cougars. We saw Shinesha Davison have probably her best game as a Trailblazer yet with 24 points and 10 rebounds. So who is Dixie State playing today? Well, they're at New Mexico State, the Aggies. Now, their men's team, they're playing in St. George in the Burns Arena tonight against our men's team of Dixie State. The men's team for the Aggies, they're the best in the whack. I chose this game. This game is going to be a lot closer. Dixie State really has a great shot. Kind of some of their past opponents have been some really, really good teams. But when you look at the WAC standings, Dixie State 3-7, and seven, New Mexico State is just 4-6. and six. They're in that bottom half as well. They can contend with a lot of teams like Tarleton, Chicago State, Seattle U, maybe even Utah Valley and UTRGV. We can maybe see some upsets later in the season for the Lady Trailblazers. But as for tonight, the Aggies, they are coming off a game against Seattle U. They beat Seattle U. Our Lady Trailblazers have also beat Seattle U. This one, Aggies 59, Redhawks 54. The leading scorer in that game was Begay Sar. Begay, I hope I'm saying that right. In whack play has been averaging 12 points per game for her squad. No other player averages above eight. This is a well-rounded Aggie attack as there is one, two, three, four, five, six players all averaging in that six to eight range. So Dixie State might have their hands full again tonight, but I don't think they'll be facing anything like the full-court press of the Lady Jacks that we saw a couple days ago. This is the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln pregame show. I'm Jacob Zimmerman, getting you geared up for the tip here on 91 Through the Blaze. We'll be back in
0: just a moment. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, five, your neighborhood point
2: five six two three seven.
3: So when you get to the corner of Smith and Orchard, you're going to want to take a you left. You are not going to Then what you're going to do is turn Marcy over to Marcy Avenue just broke up and go past and the first three lights happy and then it. take the next left. I don't really think five she's happy, blocks, but and you am I to judge, right? Park anyway. on the right. That's I'll see you later tonight. tonight.
0: It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at StopTextStopWrecks.org. Mm-hmm. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George, Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze.
1: Welcome back. Trailblazers, Aggies from the Pan American Center. That's where your leading trailblazers are at on the road. Your starting lineups. Macy Warren, Shanasia Davison, Brianna Gillen, Emily Isaacson, and Avery Papa. That has been the typical lineup as of late. Before the Aggies, it's going to be Mel- Melody Isbell, Jade Bradley, Sophia Inusa, BG Saar, and Taylan... What was that? Taylan Grays. There we go. Dixie State in the black. And the pink. Black uniforms, pink letters, pink numbers. We're ready to go. The Aggies in the white and red. Camera pointed right at BG Sar. She is going to be the main stud to watch out for on the other side. Trailblazer Nation. It's time. The tip is up, and Papa starts it off for Dixie State by winning the tip. Here comes Shinesha. They go right over into the corner to start things off in the half-court offense with Gillen. They go Macy Warren top of the key. They left her a little bit of space, and she pulls it. Downtown triple for Dixie State, and Macy's got DSU on the board. Dixie State and a double team to start off the possession. Good ball movement from the Aggies to break it, and they answer right back with a three of their own. It's Mel Isbell from the right corner. The five-foot guard, the red-shirt sophomore, waited patiently and finally got a good look. On the other end, a backdoor pass from Gillen leading to Davison, who misses underneath the rim. Here we go back down the other side of the court. Aggies now on offense One minute into the ball game 3-3 Good shot fake From Inusa But it's off It's going to be tipped Out of bounds And Dixie State Will stay on defense here So we get a replay Of that last Bucket from the Aggies Mel Isbell Waiting there patiently In her corner Got her turn And put it up Took advantage of it For the Aggies Coming out of the little game break. They go right inside. Bigay Sar, The hook shot. Turning to her left shoulder. And a 6-3 grad has the Aggies with a 5-3 lead. Davidson trying to direct traffic. This is over to Isaacson. They go Warren right side. They go into the block to Gillen. Gillen with a nice shot fake. And puts it in nicely off the glass for two. Sofia Nusa. Was all over her. Gillen did not care. 5-5 score. 8-15 to go first quarter. They go inside. Saar is double-teamed. Dixie State is going to be bringing that all day, I have the feeling. They'll go right inside of Saar. triple team. It doesn't matter. She turns right around and puts it off the glass again for two. Number 24 in white and red, Bigay Saar is going to be a huge factor For the Trailblazers. And a nice pass. Gillen right to a cutting Davison. They tried that play just a moment ago on the other side. Didn't work. This time works for the layup. 7-7 ball game in the Pan American Center in Las Cruces, New Mexico. They go right back inside. Bigay has to get it up. She dishes out to a teammate. Short corner. Go right inside again. The same move. Spinning to her left. Sar. That time doesn't need the backboard, just through the net. BK Sar 6-3 grad from Senegal. The Aggies have lots of players from all over the globe playing tonight. Screen from Papa, pull up three, hitting back iron and the backboard. That's off from Davison. Here comes Mal. Isbell had a three early in this game, and a miscommunication from the Yaggies leads to a turnover. Anousa and Isbell reading the same book, but not on the same page. As we get a replay of the nice cut there from Davison at the right time, right as Gillen stepped into the paint. Isaacson coming out of the break with a three. Dixie State back on top, 10-9. Emily Isaacson loves those three-point shots from the top of the key or either wing. She's trained them all year long. She had another one right there. 6.30 to go, first quarter. Isbell, top of the key. They go right side now to Bradley. Right back to Isbell, working on Gillen's screen. High post from Gray's. They go into the corner. This is Anusa driving baseline. Good shot contest from Isaacson. Offensive board goes into the hands of Sar. Three-point shot is airball after the board. And Papa and Aggies fighting for it as that one goes out of bounds. 6-13 on the clock. Missed shot, but Dixie State couldn't come up with the board, and they touched it last. So they go right inside to Saar, coming off the inbound. It's off too strong on the running layup. Isaacson got a hand on it, but a foul. Foul will go against To Yellen Grays, 5'8'' senior guard from Dayton, Texas. As Isaacson with a good hustle there, draws the foul on the rebound. Gillen driving in. Pounding the rock with the right hand inside the paint. Has to go outside to Davison. She drives left. A spin move. Up and under. Off the glass. Hanging on the rim and it's off. That would have been one of the best plays of the year for Davison. Pull-up mid-range jumper from the elbow is good. Tayellen Grays writes the wrong after committing a loose ball foul. Hits the bucket in return. 11-10 score. Aggies at home. Trying to keep the Trailblazers away from him. Trailblazer Nation saying we're sticking right with him. Warren driving baseline. Into the hands of Gillen. Gillen into the cup. Spinning her layups off. Here comes Isbell down the other side of the court. Nice feed up ahead. Turnaround shot is no good from Anusa. Offensive board goes right to Gray's. Right back to Anusa. She hits back on on a three-point shot, and her white ring three is off. Here in the transition, Dixie State with numbers. Shanasia going back to an open Gillen who misses from the left side from downtown. Back and forth, missing. No one picking up the ball, and an uncontested easy layup for Tayellen Gray's. Dixie State cannot let that happen. The pass up the court. Cherry picking, and Avery Papa got hit hard from behind, and it looks like she even hit her face on the referee as she went falling down. And we're going to step aside. First media timeout of the game. Papa up ahead after after the big play. Kind of some cherry picking back and forth and Avery will be shooting two free throws when we come back.
0: You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer, and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze.
3: Imagine me, a dog, moving in with a human. I didn't know how it would work. Turns out, My human's pretty entertaining. For instance, every time I give my human his ball, he throws it as far as he can. And I'm like, dude, that's your ball. So I go get it. But he just throws it. Again. I gotta say, though, the more he does it, the funnier it is. I love my human. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org.
4: Charles the, carpet. Charles the
0: Carpet King will carpet your entire house for only $39. That's right, your entire house for only $39. But don't expect Charles the Carpet King to do it himself because Charles the Carpet King passed away last week at 47 from the same disease that got his father, so he won't be around for his family. And sadly, it could have been detected early with a simple test, but Charles didn't get
2: it. Have you gotten the medical test you need? For a list of tests every man should have, go to AHRQ.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
0: Dave, what are you doing?
2: Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck for Dave2037 so he can buy anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. What are you getting Steve2037? Steve2037 will be just fine. Okay, but don't expect to borrow my anti-gravity
3: boots. Save something for the future. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org.
4: This message
2: brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council.
0: It's back to the action for DSU Athletics brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Fort Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on ninety-one-three, The Blaze.
1: Yeah, Trailblazer Nation. Dixie State on the road right now at the Pan American Center. Facing off against New Mexico State, the Aggies looking for their fifth win in the WAC. Dixie State looking for their fourth win. Three-point deficit for DSU on the road a little more than halfway through this first quarter. And looking at Dixie State in the box score here, Isaacson with three, Gillen with two, Davison with two, and Warren with three. So... Pretty well-rounded attack so far. Four out of your five starters have scored. And your last starter, Avery Papa, will be shooting some free throws in just a moment. Papa was fouled hard on the last play before our first media timeout of today's broadcast. Keep in mind, Trailblazer Athletics here on 91.3, sponsored by Ken Garth St. George Ford Lincoln. Jacob Zimmerman with you. We get a shot of Coach Gustin on the sideline, patiently awaiting these Avery-Papa free throws. Papa didn't see the camera angle on that one, but I'm judging by her facial expression and the scoreboard now. She missed the first. Papa, the freshman, from right here in St. George, Avery misses both of the line. Don't see her do that too often at all. A double team here in the corner. Players falling down. And a foul will be called on Davison. Looked like more of a trip from Anusa herself. As perhaps the knee of Davison tripped her up a little bit. But some good sportsmanship there from Shanaja to help her opponent up. Ball in the short corner right now. She dribbles out to the three point line. Isbell passes off to another Aggie. Driving in is Anusa. They go back top of the key. Bradley. Right wing now. Isbell, top key. Bradley. With a running right layup, that's going to be off. Great defense there from Gillen and the Trailblazers. Here comes Brianna across that Aggie logo. Crossover with the left. They go to the corner. Isaacson now right wing, Shinesha. Over to Macy Warren. Ball touching every single Trailblazer right now. Warren going to come off the Isaacson screen. Gets into the paint. Goes out. Davison high arcing three-point shot. Hits the rim five times and finally off. Holy cow, did that almost go in. In the transition. Hot potato action. Aggies can't decide who wants to start off the half-court. They'll go to the short corner. Left open. Papa couldn't track down her man. And that's leading to Gray's free throws. Tayellen Gray dished it off. Right when she passed it, recognized Papa left her man. And Tayellen Blew right by Avery on that reception, hop step right into the block, and got the foul. To Allen's first attempt, very flat free throw there hits the front of the rim, no good. Gray's shoots seventy percent, seven of ten, in whack play. She missed the first. Makes the second, and it's a 14-point ball game. Both sides not starting off too great from the charity strike, but lots of time left. 3.20 to go first quarter. Macy Warren for Dixie State. Dishes off to Isaacson, right back to Warren. Brooke Vance just checked into the game, as well as Maggie McCord. Those two just touched it. McCord launches it from straight on. It's nothing but net. Boy, is that tough to come into the game. And your first shot at a basket in probably 20 minutes real time, is nothing but a sinker. Maggie McCord from deep. Running layup answers right back. That's Jade Bradley. Had trailblazers all over her. Gillen, no one's going to stop. Ball all the way to the cup and a foul. That's been one of the stories of Brianna Gillen's season so far. It's just taking the ball in transition Attacking the basket, and that's what Gillen does best. I was looking at the whack points per game leaders in women's college basketball here in the Western Athletic Conference. Brianna Gillen, you have to have a certain amount of games played to reach this list, so Shanesha Davison would be on it, but she's uneligible with the amount of games she's played. But in this whack points per game leaders list, Brianna Gillen was fourth, and I checked. Monday. So that's just a couple days ago. Gillen having an excellent season for Dixie State. 16 15 off of the free throws from Brianna. Aggie's with it in the half court. Oh, we'll start on the right side with Isbell. A screen from Grace driving in Mel. Isbell, her shot is off. A little too far to the left off the glass, or it would have been in. And here comes Gillen. Gillen sizing up Isbell. Going back. Vance thought about a three and a travel. Thought about it a little too strong. And Isaacson and McCord come over to give her a high five. Make sure she's in good spirits. That's the shot they want Vance to take. Couldn't decide if her defender was a little too close or not. And when she ultimately elected to pass it, her back foot shifted a bit. They'll go into the corner. New player to the game for the Aggies, Molly Kaiser. But baseline drive here, dishing it off to Shania is also into the game. And Harper's fouled off the nice dish. So far, Taylor and Grays has really initiated a lot of offense. Based off of the scoring leaders, she hasn't been a huge factor on the season in the WAC games, but... Maybe because of the defensive game plan for Dixie State. Grays is the one getting more looks than usual. Shania Harper, the 6'1 junior forward from Vegas, missed the first free throw and made the second. 17-15 ball game. Isaacson's got to get it in bounds. Does to Warren. And Here we see the Aggies kind of flirting with a full court press. It's very soft as they let Warren get across the half court. But that was a... Huge, huge factor against the Lady Jacks of Stephen F. Austin, the top team in the WAC in Dixie State's last game. Macy Warren will launch it from deep, and it's in. Coming around the Isaacson screen, had just a little bit of room. Macy Warren has hit some threes with distance tonight. Not just toes right behind the line. I'm talking a couple feet behind the line, baby. They go into the corner. And Noose's three is off. She has not been able to find the rim yet tonight. Nice pass from Gillen up the floor to Warren. And a charge is called. Macy had a defender in front of her. Kind of lowered the shoulder. Tried to go around her. But that's Molly Kaiser going to draw the charge. Warren just had a second before she let that fly in her last three as we get the replay here. Kaiser kind of had to switch who she was guarding but not in time Mel Isbell goes top of the key Kaiser going to come around a screen from Harper she gets it back they go into the corner this is Anusa driving baseline McCord comes up with it Dixie State with a steal 18-17 Dixie State on top currently on the road in Las Cruces, Nevada Excuse me, New Mexico New Mexico State Here's McCord. Left win. They go top of the key. Gillen. Brianna with the basketball. Ten seconds on the shot clock. She drives into a double team. Has to dish it back out. Isaacson. Extra pass. Warren. Isaacson sets the screen. Here comes Macy with the left. All the way to the cup. And is simply too strong off the backboard. that would have fell. Up the floor. Aggies will settle down here. 15 seconds to go in the first quarter. Trailblazers 18, New Mexico State Aggies 17. Dixie State looking for their fourth whack win on the year. A double team coming, leaving a player open. This is Kaiser. dribble to her spot for mid-range. That one rolls around the rim and it's off. And Dixie State comes away with a lead after the first quarter. You're listening to Trailblazer Athletics here on 91.3 with Jacob Zimmerman. and We'll be right back for the second quarter.
0: You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Re-dine, rewind. What's a blockbuster video?
4: Flashbacks at five on 91.3 The Blaze. Uh. Not what I was expecting. 91.3 FM, the Blaze. I'm Ian Kelly, and I'm a pre-law student, and I'm a
0: trailblazer. 91.3 FM, the Blaze.
1: I'm Abby Clemens, a nursing major from North Salt Lake, Utah, and I'm a trailblazer. 91.3 FM, The Blaze. Money, 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 money. (laughs)
4: Cheers, everybody. 91.3 The Blaze. On the radio. KXDS. Santa Clara.
0: News brought to you by the College of Humanities and Social Sciences at Dixie State University.
2: From Feature Story News in San Francisco, I'm Ira Spitzer. Some of the world's biggest car makers say production is being disrupted by truckers protesting vaccine mandates at the Canadian border with the U.S. U.S. markets close lower after a key indicator of inflation shows a faster-than-expected rise in prices. And the head of London's Metropolitan Police says she had no option but to resign after losing the confidence and support of the city's mayor.
3: Hello, St. George. This is your DSU News Minute, sponsored by Ken Garf St. George Ford. I'm Sydney Johnson. Yesterday, there were 2,062 new reported COVID-19 cases in Utah with 677 hospitalizations and 15 new deaths. A 24-year-old woman is in jail after facing over a dozen felony charges, including several vehicle burglaries in Washington County. Today, from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m., is the teacher hiring event in the Gardner Student Center Ballroom. There will be a panel discussion and open house and interviews. DSU's Exercise Science Program launched the Trailblazer Center for Lifelong Health and Wellness to help the Southern Utah community engage in healthy lifestyles. It is a way for the exercise science students to get hands-on learning experience to prepare them for after graduation. Today at 4 p.m., Scott Hartley, the author of The Techie and the Fuzzy, will be giving a presentation at DSU titled A Human-Centered Approach to Technology. How do we make it real? The event will be in the Echo concert hall it is free and open to the public tonight's black history month event will be in the browning building room 210 at 6 p.m the hbc wood courts are closed tonight from 6 p.m to 11 p.m for intramural basketball that's the news brought to you by ken garf st george ford i'm sydney johnson with 91.3 the blaze have a beautiful day trailblazers
0: it's back to the action for DSU Athletics brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on ninety-one-three, The Blaze. Welcome back to the second quarter. Just
1: about to start. Davison, Gillen, Warren, Vance, and Isaacson ready to go. And we're underway. Aggies. With it, driving baseline. we we'll go top of the key now. Taylor Donaldson has just checked in. And her shot is off from just beneath the free throw line. Davison flying down the court after the miss. She goes right to her left. And McCord launches it. Hits back iron. And it's off. Macy Warren offensive board. But it's swatted out of bounds. Good defensive play from Sofia Inusa. Inusa, the second leading scorer. On the Aggies in whack play. Hasn't been able to find the bucket easy today, but defense there. And speaking of defense, back into the game. BG Saar making an impact immediately on the defensive end. But her shot from inside the paint is off. Davison goes flying down the court. Barely have time to make the call. She misses it off the bottom of the backboard. Just did not have the composure there on that attempt. And the Aggies can settle here into their half court. Oh, Sars back out on the floor. Vance is doing her best in the post to front it. Ball in the hand of Isbell. They'll swing back left side. They're trying to go inside to Bigay again. Vance playing her very well. Shot clock winding down here. They'll have to put one up. Sophia Inusa that time drills it from the corner. Tough possession from Dixie State there. In the half-court defense, played great defense inside and out the whole length of the shot clock, but unfortunately gave up a bucket there in the corner. Davison left side goes to Vance. Vance takes a couple dribbles with the left, goes right back. Davison launches it from three and hits nothing. Davison with some misses the past couple times down the court. But do not worry, Trailblazer Nation... Davison will kick into that gear soon. Now Isbell will go back to Donaldson. Donaldson now into the hands of Anusa. Donaldson comes up with it on the right side after the ball just popped out, and she drills it from three. Donaldson had her chance there. 5'10 guard. The sophomore from California. Here's Gillen driving in the left side. Her running shot is off the rim. Rebound into the hands of Donaldson. She takes up the court. Transition three-pointer is good from Isbell. Mel Isbell, the five-four red short sophomore guard, forces J.D. Gustin to call timeout. Just like that, it's an eight-point game. New Mexico State, 26. Dixie State. 18, 7.44 to go in the second quarter. The Aggies with some momentum here on
0: 91.3. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3, The The Blaze.
1: I'm the only one in school that can tie his own shoes. Most kids make fun of me because I still believe in the tooth fairy.
0: A third of the kids in my eighth grade class drink
1: alcohol regularly.
2: Over 99% of my class
1: has been offered illegal drugs. Half of my college classmates binge drink, abuse drugs, or do both. But the frequent dinners I had with my family have helped
2: make sure I'm not one of them. Learn more about the National Center on Addiction and Substance Abuse
1: at Columbia University's Family Day at casafamilyday.org. Dinner makes a difference.
0: You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3, The Blaze.
2: I lost my vision five years ago. Thought I'd never read again.
0: Then she discovered Talking Books, a free program through the Library of Congress's National Library Service for the Blind and Physically Handicapped.
2: Keeping me connected to my world? Now you're
0: talking. This year, the Talking Book and Braille program celebrates 80 years of delivering books and magazines right to the doorsteps of those unable to read, from children to seniors and veterans.
1: Letting me read what all my friends are reading, too. Now you're talking.
0: To learn more, call one 888 nls read it's back to the action for dsu athletics brought to you by ken garf st george ford lincoln we now return you to dixie state athletics on 91.3 the blaze the story of today's
1: ball game both teams have been letting it fly from beyond the arc. Dixie stay off to a great start from the perimeter. Four of nine from downtown. It's 44%. But you look over to the other side and the Aggies somehow are doing even better. 57% from downtown. Four of seven is their shooting clip from distance. And they also have... The advantage on the overall field goal percentage shot from both sides. Looking at the live stats. If you want to check out these live stats, feel free to do so. Head over to DixieStateAthletics.com. Go to the women's basketball schedule. Scroll on down to this game. You'll find the live stats link. Dixie State up. Not up. Down. Eight right now. I wish they were up. 26-18 with 7.44 to go in the second quarter. Just had a little highlight reel there on the ESPN Plus stream of the last couple of Aggies' offensive buckets. Looks like number 11, Talia Sereni checks in for Dixie State. Sereni, the 5'9 guard. She's a junior from Canada. Coming out of the break, Maggie McCord launches one early in the shot clock. From the corner for three, it's off. Mel Isbell on the other side, and looking to direct it right inside to Saar. She does, and Saar that time doesn't have the angle on the turnaround hook shot. Rare miss from Bigay. Dixie State needs to take advantage of that. They go to pop a left side on the wing, has Star right honor. Sets the screen for Gillen. Coming around it. Stops at the opposite elbow. Goes back to Sereni. She goes top of the key to McCour, Davison right side. Anusa honor. Hanging in forever. In the air was Davison, but misses that layup in the interior. On the other side, Kaiser's gonna get a wide open three-point shot in transition. No one picked up her as Sereni was late to get over. And number zero has the Aggies on top, 11 already. Dixie State suddenly has not been able to get some stops, hasn't found the hole. And Maggie McCord with another miss from downtown. McCord hit her first, has missed her last two. Driving in, Sufia Anoussa goes right back in stride. A mid-range jumper from the free-throw line is off back iron from Saar. But an offensive board for the Aggies. Rebounding has been a struggle for Dixie State so far this season in whack play. Coming down to hard, the left side is Donaldson. She gets all the way to the cup, puts it in. Number 20, Taylor Donaldson has came off the bench, but has instantly been a factor in the offense as Davison was flying down towards the rim. We're going to get a blocking foul here from the Aggies to get a replay here. Dixie State has been in that 2-3 zone to really try to lock down the paint because B.K. Sawyer will get everything easy inside. She's got the height. She's got the muscle, and that time Sereni, as the help defender just came down a little bit, and Kaiser pulled it from the corner. Here's Davison off the blocking foul, hitting back iron. It's no good. Dixie State has struggled at the free-throw line today. Not too typical. And she hits back iron again. 31-18, 13-point Aggie lead all of a sudden. Driving in traffic. That was Kaiser. Had it blocked from behind. Had a ton of trailblazers all around her. That bounce pass behind the back. Right to Isaacson. Oh, my. Sweet dish from Gillen. I don't think Emily realized it was for her for a sec. She picked it up off the floor and drained it. Only a 10-point deficit for Dixie State despite the big run from the Aggies. Inusa back out to the wing. Open shot from Donaldson. Hits back iron. Rebound for Gillen. She brings it up the court. Picks up her dribble. Has to dish it off to Emily Isaacson. Left side now. Gillen gets it back. Has saw right on her. And she gets stripped trying to drive left. Isbell made the steal. Isbell up ahead. Nice dish inside. Oh, what a sweet pass. Little fake to the left. Threw it right where she needed to. Splitting the Dixie State defense with a bounce pass. And a nice layup inside from the Aggies. Trailblazers on the other side. Able to draw a foul. Taylor Donaldson looking at the refs. Me? A little confusion there. Nice up and under move. Taylor Donaldson has really made an impact as the sixth man as soon as she came into the game. Had two D.C. State defenders fly by her on that shot fake. And we get Avery pop with a little conversation with J.D. Gustin. Here's the inbound. Sweet play. Macy Warren cutting down. Sar behind her. Couldn't track her down. And Macy with a hot start to the ball game. Under 4:30 to go, second quarter, 33-23, Aggies with the advantage, and the basketball for that matter is Kaiser going to go to McDonaldson? Here comes Isbell. Kaiser was left open from Gillen, and Brianna's going to snag down that rebound. In transition, Shinesha with the hezy, It gets all the way to the cup. Finishing with the right. Beautiful move from Davison to stall the defense and then explode to the paint. Mel Isbell will take her time. Ball in that right hand, pounding it on the floor. She goes over to Donaldson, right back to Mel. Isbell feeds inside, short corner. And a tie up. Sophia Nusa did not see Brianna Gillen. Come down from the side and get her hands on the basketball. That's a jump ball. They won't jump it up, but but the possession arrow, there you go, now favors Dixie State. Isaacson will throw it in to Shinesha. Davidson averaging over 16 points per game in the games that she's played this year once becoming eligible and a moving screen from Vance will end that possession for Dixie State prematurely as they had gone 3 of 3 of their last field goals and I don't know if I see that one typically in games like this there's a couple moving screens that get away with it throughout the broadcast that time call the moving screen on Vance I disagree Baseline drive. Good ball movement here from the Aggies. Going right back to where it started. The three point shot, however, bricked from Bradley. Isbell won't brick it at all, though, from deep right side. Nothing but net. And shows the three with the fingers. Nearly a steal, then, as McDonald got a hand on that Shanesha Davison pass. They'll reset Gillen with it. We'll go right side, Brooke Vance. Vance dishes it off to Davison. Davison gonna launch it from deep and drills it. Hierarching three barely hits the back of the rim. Didn't matter, it sunk. Single digit game for Dixie State now. Down just 28-36 with 220 to go. Bradley. They're giving her lots of space to shoot. Dixie State. Holding strong in that 2 3 zone the past couple of possessions. Warren on the defense right now in Isbell. They go to the corner. McDonald driving in, nearly stepped out of bounds. Puts up the shot. Vance was all over that one. Great defense from Brooke inside. Here comes Gillen showing the muscle, but can't finish. Offensive board. And it spins off the edge of the rim and in. Brianna Gillen has been hitting the weight room recently with a tough. Physical bucket there inside using that right shoulder. Kaiser, top of the key. They go left side now. Isbell. Aggies haven't been too successful their past couple times down the court on offense. Bradley's going to drive in against Brooke Vance. Vance with some great defense again. Bradley, too strong. Last touch by Sarr and Dixie State Basketball. Suddenly DSU with a ton of momentum here, and Brooks gonna get a breather after playing some lights out defensive basketball. And with 119 to go before halftime, I gotta remind you, Trailblazer Nation. Coming up, we got the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln halftime show right here on 91 3. Davison goes top of the key to Isaacson. Going right back to Shenasia. Flying down towards the basket. Getting the basketball and ending in a layup. Macy Warren. Nice cut. You can tell head coach J.D. Gustin has drawn that up at some point. And Warren and Davison ran that to perfection. Davison thought about jumping for a steal there. Instead plays patiently. 40 seconds on the game clock. Now 12 seconds on the shot clock as it ticks down. Kaiser picked up her dribble. Isbell resets at the logo. She's going to pull a logo three. And that air balls. Exactly what Dixie State wanted defensively out of that possession. Isbell created a little confidence with her play earlier in this game. Now Dixie State is down four. Shot clock has been turned off. Game clock the only thing on. 15 seconds. Ball in the hands of number four in black and pink. That's Davison. They'll go Macy Warren. Right side. Top of the key. It's tipped. Intended for Isaacson. Emily steals it right back. Going to chuck it up from deep. And as the second quarter buzzer sounds, Isaacson got that steal right back. Warren with the turnover. Emily didn't see it. She got it back, however, right after that play. Launched it from the logo, and it was off from the right side. 36 32. We got a lot of time left in this game, but in just a couple of moments, we got the Kedgar of St. George Ford Lincoln halftime show next on 91 3.
0: You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3, The Blaze.
4: There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage. And a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few,
3: the proud.
0: weather brought to you by a podcast studio record your podcast today a podcast studio at gmail.com
4: okay we're chugging along here towards the end of the work week it's a thursday and it is february 10th ridging at 582 dm heights over the west coast will be the dominant weather player through the weekend with this you can expect the temperatures to warm up to well above normal for early february Monday temperatures will still be above normal, but models show the Big Ridge potentially starting to weaken. This could open the door for a slider type system to dig down into NorCal from the Pacific Northwest about the 15th and 16th. This pattern pretends to significantly cooler weather by Tuesday and Wednesday, and perhaps some precipitation if adequate moisture transportation occurs. More details in Friday's forecast. DMAS weather fact overall, Utah snowpack has now dipped below medium at 94% of normal. For Washington County today, sunny 7038. Friday, sunny 7137. For Zion Visitor Center today, sunny sky 7138. And for Friday, sunny 73 and 36. For The Blaze 91.3 and Radio St. George 100.3. This is Dennis Mattinson.
1: DSU is hosting a six-part community education outreach series throughout February and March. Pre-registration is required, and for more information or to register, call 435-652-7675 or visit ce.dixie.edu. The events will be presented live at Dixie State's Hurricane Education Center and live streamed at the Kanab and Hilldale Center.
4: This meeting is over.
1: Hey, it's girl DJ Katie.
2: Tune into my show on Fridays from 8 to 11. I will be talking about celebrity news and more on Hip Hop After Dark only on 91 through the blaze that is beautiful
4: 91 three the blaze 91.3
0: FM to the Yes, it's the Stylin' Hawaiian back again 91.3 to Blaze for Aloha Saturdays on 6 to 8pm Join me for some nice island reggae music all the way hailing from the island of Hawaii and just enjoying some great vibes 91.3 to Blaze, to your boy Stylin' Hawaiian Aloha Saturdays, come and join me 6 to 8pm <laughs>
4: forecast calls for a 100% chance of adventure. This is
0: new All Rock 91.3 The Blaze 91.3 FM The Blaze It's back to the action for DSU Athletics brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze
1: <laughs> Dixie State women's basketball on the road in New Mexico at the Pan-American Center. That's where your Lady Trailblazers are down just for right now. 36-32, your score. Welcome into the Ken Garf, St. George Ford, Lincoln Halftime Show on ninety one three. Jacob Zimmerman with you. Dixie State has kind of erased a big deficit they had there in the second quarter Close first quarter, Dixie State actually had the lead at the end of it. And then the Aggies went on a big-time run, stormed the Lady Trailblazers at the start of the second quarter. A couple things happen, and then all of a sudden, Dixie State goes on a run of their own. They close out the half on a 7-0 run over the last 2.43. They made six of their last seven field goals, so they really started to hit the nets. And the big thing was that the Aggies were on a scoring drought of over three minutes Dixie State is trending in the right direction. Looking at some team stats right now, Dixie State has taken advantage of the field goal matchup 43 to 40 on 12 of 28 shooting. The Aggies, 14 of 39. Looking at the three point shots, teams are now even 46% for the Aggies. for Dixie State, both teams 6 of 13 from beyond the arc. Dixie State needs to clean it up at the line. They're just 2 of 6, but the Aggies could do better themselves. They're just 2 of 4. DSU, good to see them with only 6 turnovers in the half, given that they had 29 in the game In their last matchup at the Burns against the Lady Jacks of Stephen F. Austin. This has been a totally different game. One of those reasons they're not going up against a full court press. I was wondering if that was going to be a factor at all. And I got to think now as this game is going to be down to the wire. I have to imagine head coach Brooke Atkinson. I saw her kind of flirt it for just a sec. It was a very soft full court press. They kind of let Dixie State just dribble right down the court. But I got to wonder, with Dixie State, that kind of being the game plan now. That game's on film. Anybody in the WAC can watch that. I got to think. Will we see Brooke Atkinson, the head coach of the Aggies, pull out that full court press against Dixie State and J.D. Gustin? We'll have to see. We'll have to see. But I imagine Gustin has those girls ready for it. That's probably one of the only things they practiced in practice the last couple of days. Looking at the fast break points an interesting stat here Dixie State only with two and they've given up seven so they want to do a better job of not only taking the ball away but once they do ending in a score often Janasia Davison has the ball in hand after a turnover like that she's flying down the court has to kind of do a crazy play in midair. It'd be nice to see if another Trailblazer can run alongside her and get a two-on-one fast break, ending in a layup. Block, Dixie State actually winning this category, 2-1, to one, and looking at the Seals were tied up at three. Given that they're going up against a beast inside in Bigay Sar, and she had a terrific start to the game. She's actually a transfer from Oklahoma State. She's that big time. Based off how this one started off, I thought it was going to be a long night for Dixie State's post players. Uh, talking about Avery Papa, I'm talking Emily Isaacson, I'm talking Brooke Vance. Lots of these players, I thought they were going to have a tough night immediately after the first couple of moments. Things kind of changed. Sar came out of the game, got some rest, her backup Harper came in. Things things definitely changed. Um Taylor Donaldson had a big impact in her minute she played. I thought Tayellen Grays did a nice job out there kind of making the right decisions. We saw Mel Isbell get hot from distance. Isbell actually leading the Aggies in scoring. Nine points, three of five from the field, three of four from downtown. They got to make sure number three doesn't keep hitting threes. Looking over for Dixie State, who has been shown out for them in the first half. Well, It's been Macy Warren with a really efficient performance. And, guys, if you don't know, Macy Warren had COVID the past couple of games, was not able to play, and the Trailblazers really missed her. To pull up her stats, Macy has been efficient really all year long. Looking at her overall stats in 19 games played, Macy Warren shoots just 42% from the field, which isn't great, but for women's college basketball – That's pretty solid, but here's the kicker. On 24-3, not 24, 64, let me get my numbers right here and adjust my eyes, 39% from downtown and 92% at the line, Macy Warren knows how to shoot the basketball. When you go into conference play, it gets even better. Holy cow, Macy, she is shooting 48% from the field, 47% from downtown, 15% On 32 attempts, that's got to be one of the best in the WAC. That's alongside uh, girls like Emily Isaacson, who's hit 27 of 71. That's 38%. I know Maggie McCord had a really hot start to the year from downtown. She's kind of cooled off recently, just 36% from downtown in WAC play. Looking further in the live stats of tonight's game, between the Aggies and New Mexico State. Who else for Dixie State has been doing good? Well, McCourt came off the bench. Hit a three. Missed her next three. So she's has just three points total in this game. Brianna Gillen, two of six from the floor. Has four rebounds and three, of six, three assists to go along with that in 18 minutes. Uh, it's Shanesha Davison, three of ten from the field. One of four from downtown. Has only one turnover. Is a good sign. I imagine a lot of these shots that Shanasia's getting will start to fall in the second half. I've talked with a lot of people in kind of the broadcasting world in St. George. They agree. Shanasia Davison can really give Dixie state a couple extra wins here in the whack. I would love to see her performance pay off for a victory. Dixie state kind of has to have everything offensively initiate through Gillen gillen and davison so far but i gotta think with macy warren her past couple games really her whole wax season she's been just lighting it up i'd love to see warren continue to get some shot attempts i recognize i kind of think back there's been a couple games this year where i've been in the ken garth st george forling and halftime show like i am right now and i'm looking at macy warren as your leading scorer for dixie state she has only six field goal attempts I'd love to see her get at least five, given how well she's played uh, for that second half. Love to see her get at least five field goal attempts. She better. 32-36, your score at the half. The Aggies on top of the Lady Trailblazers in the Pan American Center in Las Cruces, new mexico i'm jacob zimmerman this is the ken garf st george forling and halftime show still got a few minutes before the third quarter starts looks like the trailblazers are out on the court getting up some extra shots at halftime the aggies still nowhere to be found this has been the halftime show here on ninety one three, the place to be for trailblazer athletics four-point deficit for dixie state when we come back
0: you're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3, The Blaze. Oh! You are round MVP.
3: Yeah, man. Yo, Drew, I finally got round MVP. Round MVP. No
0: way. That was some ownage.
4: Finally earning round MVP takes determination.
3: So will getting into college. I've got what it takes. So do you.
4: Visit
1: knowhowtogo.org to learn what you should be doing right now to prepare for college. Start taking the steps at knowhowtogo.org. Brought to you by the American Council on Education, Lomona Foundation, and
4: the Ad Council. Are you with us? Ninety-one-three, The Blaze Ready to explore
2: Game changing Student Run Radio
1: KXDS Santa Clara
0: News brought to you by The Degree Completion Program Finish your bachelor's degree One night a week At Dixie State University
2: from Feature Story News in San Francisco, I'm Ira Spitzer. Some of the world's biggest car makers say production is being disrupted by truckers protesting vaccine mandates at the Canadian border with the U.S. U.S. markets close lower after a key indicator of inflation shows a faster-than-expected rise in prices. And the head of London's Metropolitan Police says she had no option but to resign after losing the confidence and support of the city's mayor.
3: Hello, St. George. This is your DSU News Minute, sponsored by Ken Garf, St. George Ford. I'm Sydney Johnson. Yesterday, there were 2,062 new reported COVID 19 cases in Utah, with 677 hospitalizations and 15 new deaths. A 24 year old woman is in jail after facing over a dozen felony charges, including several vehicle burglaries in Washington County. Today, from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m., is the teacher hiring event in the Gardner Student Center Ballroom. There will be a panel discussion. And open house, and interviews. DSU's Exercise Science program launched the Trailblazer Center for Lifelong Health and Wellness to help the Southern Utah community engage in healthy lifestyles. It is a way for the Exercise Science students to get hands-on learning experience to prepare them for after graduation. Today at 4 p.m., Scott Hartley, the author of The Techie and the Fuzzy, will be giving a presentation at DSU titled A Human-Centered Approach to Technology. How do we make it real? The event will be in the Schools Concert Hall. It is free and open to the public. Tonight's Black History Month event will be in the Browning Building Room, two ten at six p.m. The HPC wood courts are closed tonight from six p.m. to eleven p.m. for intramural basketball. That's the news brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford. I'm Sydney Johnson with ninety one point through the Blaze. Have a beautiful day, Trailblazers. <laughs>
0: It's back to the action for DSU Athletics brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Fort Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on ninety-one three, The Blaze.
1: Looking at the WAC standings here just a second before the third quarter will start. New Mexico State just two spots above Dixie State in the WAC right now. Dixie State behind teams like Tarleton, the Aggies who they're playing today. Utah Valley, who they've been close with, as well as UTRGV, Sam Houston. A lot of these teams right above Dixie State. They've had some close, close contests with love to see the Lady Trailblazers right in the thick of things. And really, this is kind of really their first official full D1 season. We know the women's team Kind of had to call it quits halfway, or not even really halfway through the year at all, just because the amount of stuff that was going on with COVID. Third quarter has begun in New Mexico. 36-32, and Macy Warren with a nice deflection to tip it out of bounds. One of the stats I noticed that I don't know if I talked about in the halftime show was that Dixie State only had three total points in that first half from players who came off the bench? I think that's the stat to keep in mind for the second half. If they can get any sort of contribution from someone they're not expecting to contribute. Oh man, what a what a lucky bounce there. Sophia Anusa catching me in the middle of my sentence. Hung in the air forever on that mid-range shot. Ball hit back iron, flew into the air for what seemed like forever, and then finally sunk. Macy Warren with a three-point shot in the corner. Macy Warren in a hot first half. She's so far off to a Davison with a beautiful really showcase of all her moves, but the key with Davison is just finishing off the nice move. Nearly a steal there from Warren. Looked like Bradley tipped it to a teammate. Ball goes into the corner. Isbell puts it up. Offense rebound into the hands of Grays. Ball touched the fingertips of Sar. And it did not matter. Dixie State with a turnover. Here comes Isaacson. Oh, no. A charge. As Isaacson had a three-on-one fast break. Teammates to either side. Emily went down holding her ankle we'll have to see if that becomes a factor here. Emily still out on the court. Looks all right, but definitely could see her face grimacing pain. Refs were talking about something down on the court. They're still meeting right now. It was a three-on-one fast break. Emily Isaacson, the ball handler. Rarely does she have the ball in her hands on a three-on-one fast break. Trailblazers on either side. Pass it up the court to, I believe, Warren. But an Aggie, the lone Aggie back on defense, stuck in there for a charge. And a nice defensive play. I don't know what the refs are still talking about. I don't think it's... I think it's past the time to decide if it's still a charge or not. looks like Dixie State's going to give this ball back here to the Aggies. Yep, Mel Isbell brings it up for New Mexico State. Dribbles with a left across that Aggie logo. This is to the left wing. Anusa defended well by Warren. They go to the corner. Isbell puts it up. Back iron shot. No good. Offensive rebound in the hands of Donaldson. Donaldson off to Anusa. Anusa struggles in the first half. Finally gets a bucket there. Hit every part of the rim, rolled around and in. And they're going to call a travel on Gillen inside. Brianna had dribbled in the paint, as she often does. Picked up the dribble. Tried to get it to Shinesha, but a travel as the back foot moved just a bit. One-point deficit, Trailblazer Nation on the road. In Las Cruces, New Mexico. Pull-up shot from the short corner is off from Gray's. Here comes Brianna. Brianna, one-on-one scenario, leaving the little Mel Isbell at 5-4 to have to guard the 5-9. Brianna Gillen, that's unfair. Two points for Dixie State every time. 41-40, your score. They're going inside, up and under move. Can't convert offensive rebound into the hands of Gray's. Great play from Davison to come down and tip that out of bounds like a free safety cracking down on a 10-yard out route. And Avery Papa will check out of this ballgame and sit down in the seat closest to Gustin. The inbound to Isbell, defended by Davison. Running lefty layup is off from McDonald. Nice D from Warren, but another offensive rebound snag down from Deja Terrell. Deja Terrell did not play in the first half, but so far has had an impact in the third quarter immediately. And Mel Isbell with a runner with the left, right in the middle of the paint, put it up, hit the backboard, rolls in. One-point Aggie lead. Trailblazers would like to take it back. Davison, defended by Donaldson. Here's Vance, going right back to Shinesha. She drives right, baseline pass, open is Isaacson, launching it, and a corner three from Emily. Teammates dancing on the sideline, every last one of them feeling it, and they had a feeling that as soon as Isaacson caught that ball in rhythm, it was cash two-point Trailblazer lead. They'll go inside Terrell. Nice shot fake on Vance, but a good job from Brooke to avoid the foul. And the miss right after that from Terrell. And a 60-state ball. They'll go inside into the post. Isaacson tried to put up a shot there. And just the size advantage of Deja. Too much for Emily. Couldn't get the shot to leave her hands. It was stuffed. Looks like Isaacson's foot may have been on the line on that three-point shot. But I don't know if it will matter. Trailblazers 44, Aggies 42. Under five to go in the third quarter. We got a timeout on the floor. We'll take it here back in the 91-3, the Blaze Studios as well. I'm Jacob Zimmerman. You're listening to Trailblazer Athletics, particularly Dixie State Women's Basketball, sponsored by Ken Garf, St. George, Ford, Lincoln. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blades.
4: An important message from Medicare.
2: Hi, Sarah. I just spoke with Pamela. Did you know the health care law gives us new Medicare preventive benefits? Like a yearly wellness visit. Well, I... It's our chance to talk with our doctor about our care. (laughs) That's what I would... Medicare also covers
3: recommended cancer and preventive screenings. Actually, I was the one who told Pamela. Uh Uh-huh.
4: Learn more at Medicare.gov or call 1-800-MEDICARE. And tell your friends and family. Share the news. Share the health. My name is Dale Pazinski, and this is how I live United. I volunteer with United Way, helping the homeless in my community by teaching computer skills and helping them build a basic resume to save on their very own USB drive. It's huge when somebody says, Hey, man, that job that you helped me apply for, I got it. My name is Dale Pazinski. I help people achieve financial independence. So I don't just wear the shirt. I live it. Give.
2: Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council.
0: It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George, Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze.
1: Yeah, Southern Utah, St. George, Trailblazer Nation. How's it going? You got a lead in New Mexico on the road. Your Lady Trailblazers, 44. The Aggies, just 42 two we're having a fun one here on 91.3 jacob zimmerman with you it's macy warren's 13 to go along with gillen's 10 and isaacson's 11 that has been the story davison not one of those three but when you can get the rest of your team to pick up shaneja's three of 11 shooting performance you're in some good hands to go, 44-42. Aggies in the white and red coming out of the timeout right now. Dixie State in the black jerseys. Pink trailblazer words across the chest. Pink numbers on the front and back. Cheerleaders just had a big-time dance out on the court. But it's time for women's college D1 basketball. Brianna Gillen will throw this one in. McDonald will defend the inbound. They'll try to sneak it into Isaacson. A typical play that they try to run. Doesn't work. Leading to a fast break. Layup. Oh, it's blown from Anoussa. Second chance. And one. And one bucket. Deja Terrell trailed that play. And right in stride. Picked it up off the glass as Anusa was too strong. Good transition defense, good hustle from Dixie State to force that miss, but couldn't get the board right after. Missed free throw from Deja, and Shanaja pulls down the loose board. Into the corner, this is Gillen. Gillen trying to beat her man going right. This is off to Vance. Beat her girl going left. Nice fake, but can't get the layup. Vance was driving left. Little shoulder fake. Kind of twisting to the left. To go back where she came from. Twisted back with her right shoulder. But couldn't get the lefty layup. And number 24. With a miss there inside. 44 all. Here's Mel Isbell. Going high post. This is Terrell. And Deja lost it for a sec. Gets on her knees to get it back. Somehow... Fires it over to a teammate. Couple extra passes. Shot put up from Donaldson. It's off. Offensive board there for a sec, but a foul. Deja Terrell, number 21 for the Aggies. Didn't play in the first 20 minutes of action in the first half. She's had a bigger role so far. And that's just a lot of bodies going for a rebound. And the ref called the whistle. Nearly a half-court violation there from Grays, but she saves it. So we're back to the action. Isbell working against McCord. They go high post now. Terrell works its way to Donaldson, who cashes it coming off the screen from the elbow. Taylor Donaldson, the 5'10 sophomore guard, has really been everything the Aggies have hoped she would be off the bench. Two-point Aggie lead over the Trailblazers. Miscommunication there as Emily Isaacson cut backdoor right as Brianna Gillen threw it to the wing. Rarely do you see those two have a miscommunication on the basketball court. Might be the first one I've seen all year long. Not going to lie. Grays for the Aggies. They'll go in the corner now, and that's... You know that would be a good pass there from Taylor Donaldson, if she was throwing it to Yao Ming. Her teammate, not Yao Ming, Mel Isbell, is only five foot four. That pass went a couple of feet over her head. I couldn't explain that one. Trailblazers will take it, however they can get it. Here's Gillen now getting across half court just in time. They'll go to Papa. At the three-point line, Isaacson going to feed Gillen, who has positioning inside. Nice pump fake. Oh, and a jump ball's called. Gillen looked like the ref... Look, Gillen looked at the ref like she was going to get a foul call. Are they switching the call to a foul? We got to see what's going to happen here. They're switching it to a foul call. Wow. The ref closest to the action called the jump ball. I think another... Official or two. Convince that ref of the right call. Maybe some contact from a different angle is going to give Brianna free throws. But she missed the first. Number 20 at the line. Wearing the Kobe's, Lines up. Gets it in that time. One point deficit for Dixie State. Three to go in the third things really getting interesting. Could tell in the Ken Garcia, George Fordling at pregame show, it was going to be a close one. And still with just a couple minutes left in the third, I can tell it'll be a close finish. My oh my, Taylor Donaldson running layup, finding the perfect angle off the glass. She has been hot. Isaacson dribbles with her right, dishes it off to McCord, who dribbles with the left. The crossover against Isbell. She goes back to Gillen. Gillen from the left side, driving all the way to the block. She had the advantage there, but couldn't capitalize. And the Aggies now on offense. Skip pass to Isbel, Another skip pass right back to Anusa where it started. Go feed inside. Terrell is triple team. She's got to dish it off. And a miss there from Sophia Anusa. Offensive rebound Anusa Dishing right to Terrell for an open layup. 50-45, and the Aggies have finally started to come around their offensive fluidity that they had in the beginning of that second quarter. Dixie State in need of a bucket right now. Gillen, nice backdoor cut with a bounce pass right to Davison. Oh, yeah. Dixie State needed a layup, and Jeneza delivered. Boy, the chemistry from two girls who are used to really being on ball probably their whole career, Davison and Gillen. It's very impressive for them to be able to work off each other so well with just a couple of games really played together. Davison with a spin off of the rebound. No one's going to guard Shinesha, but she finally gets tracked down. Has to pass it out to Gillen. And they'll set in half-court. Gillen flying down the lane, uncovered for a sack and a foul. Taylor Gray's gonna pick that one up. Had the two hands up, but still the body bump. And Gillen with some good aggressiveness there, as always. It'll end in two free throws. She's just gotta convert. Brianna Gillen's first shot is up and in. Had Gillen on my show here on 91.3, the Jacob Zimmerman Show, every Monday. Seven to eight had Beans as they call her and had a blast chatted up with her. As Beans hits both free throws and Brianna Gillen shortening that Dixie State deficit now to just one. It's number eleven, Sufia and Noosa checking out. Noosa, second leading scorer for the Aggies in this game, but she has put up a lot of shots tonight. Not a lot of really been falling for her. Regardless of that, the Aggies with the lead. A three-point shot there from the corner from Donaldson coming off. The Terrell Drive is off. Here's Warren. Stops in the paint. Goes back out to Isaacson. Yellen left side will take her time. Dribble out towards the logo. Goes around a pop a screen cleanly. Finding Avery inside and a good defensive recovery there from Terrell. Turnover will go For Gillen, up ahead. Layup is missed. Just a little bit too much to the left. Donaldson could have had an easy two there. And ten seconds on the third quarter clock. Ball in the hands of Brianna. Defended by Peterson, who came in. Deep three-pointer from the Trailblazers is off. And that's how the third quarter will end. Aggies with a big time run there. Dixie State kind of crept back in it a little bit. And my oh my, you couldn't ask for anything better, Trailblazer Nation. One point game on the road at the New Mexico State Aggies in Las Cruces, New Mexico at the Pan American Center. We're having a fun one. Back in on the ninety-one-three The Blaze Studios, I'm Jacob Zimmerman. Keep in mind, Trailblazer Athletics here on 91.3, sponsored by Kate Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Dixie State Athletics brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU Athletics on 913 The Blaze. <laughs> Weather brought to you by A Podcast Studio. Record your podcast today. A Podcast Studio at gmail.com.
4: Okay, your temperature forecast under sunny skies today, February 9th, St. George 6736. Zion Visitor Center 6935. Hurricane 6336. Cedar City 5025. Ryan Head 3423. And for Eagle Point, those highs 41 and those lows 22. For Radio, St. George and the Blaze. This is Dennis Mattenson. And it's 100% haunted. 91.3, The Blaze.
0: Broadcasting from the campus of Dixie State University, this is Dragon Slayer Radio, a production of St. George Academy. Are
4: you telling me you built a time machine? What of a DeLorean? Well, this baby hits 88
0: miles per hour. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley.
1: for the fourth quarter here on 91 through the blaze coming back to the weekend looking ahead Dixie State will be at Grand Canyon Saturday February 12th it'll be the next game the Lady Trailblazers play right now the men's basketball team is currently at the Burns Arena They're hosting the Aggies on the men's side. They are one of the top dogs in the Western Athletic Conference. And I'll try to get a score update for you shortly. Fourth quarter, about to start. Ten minutes left. 50 New Mexico State. 49 Trailblazers. And... Players still on their respective benches right now, waiting to come out of this timeout. Current lead is 27 to 15. The Aggies on top of Dixie State in the Burns Arena. I know I'm gonna head over to the Burns Arena right after this game's done. And gotta think they might be reviewing something right now. Couldn't tell you what they'd be reviewing. Heading into the fourth quarter. All the Trailblazers just chilling on the bench right now. A couple of them got their feet crossed. And I don't know what's happening right now. The Aggies are working their way out onto the court right now. Folks, I don't know what's going on. 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. It's a 50 to 49 ball game. The fourth quarter was about to start and now suddenly all the Aggie players are walking towards the corner of the court. They're heading up now into the bleachers. What's going on? This is this is insane. Step away for a moment. New Mexico State is up 50-49. to We're heading into the fourth quarter. I come back, and now all of a sudden, everyone has left the building. What? Wow. Folks, here in St. George, this is going to be a storyline here, and I don't know what just happened. We must have some sort of delay. 50 to 49. Your score 10 to go to start the fourth. Folks, I got to figure out what's going on. I'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. back to the action for dsu athletics brought to you by ken garf st george Ford lincoln we now return you to dixie state athletics on 91.3 the blaze
1: trailblazer nation if you were looking to catch the end of this basketball game like i sure was i unfortunately have nothing for you i am here in st george just like you are the lady trailblazers are on the road in new mexico Fourth quarter was about to start. All the players were on the court. Suddenly, it looked like the whole crowd was leaving. Then the New Mexico State Aggies took off and out of the building. The Trailblazers as well. No one is left in the Pan American Center at all. And uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I, I would have to guess that the game was postponed. Something happened. Probably into now in today's day and age, there was a positive COVID test that came back somewhere in that basketball game. And that's probably my only guess that I will give as to what happened. I have no idea. I hope there is not any sort of danger outside of that in New Mexico right now. I hope the Lady Trailblazers can get home safe or even finish that ball game. But I think maybe there's more important things to worry about because how often does that happen? Fourth quarter, one-point game, all of a sudden everybody leaves the arena unexplicably. I tried to turn on the broadcast, the audio. I could not hear anything. I looked up on the ESPN app, did not see any sort of postponement, but that has to be what this one will be. Uh, looks like maybe a weather delay is in effect. Uh, that's what the ESPN Plus stream is saying, but it's, but it's not the typical page you would see if you were watching the game, so... Unfortunately, Trailblazer Nation, that is going to be the end of the broadcast. Thanks for tuning along. Keep in mind Trailblazer Athletics here on 91.3, sponsored by Ken Garf, St. George Ford, Lincoln. I'm going to head on over to the Burns to watch the men's game. If you want to somehow find how this one ends on the women's side, keep checking that ESPN app, and uh, I'll be doing the same. For for me, Jacob Zimmerman, back here in the 91.3 The Blaze Studios, that's going to be it. Uh, have a good night stay sporty awkward end I've never had a game end like this uh, this will definitely be a topic on the Jacob Zimmerman show on Monday seven to eight shameless plug right there have a good night 913 you've been listening-